like some Viking music, don't it? <laughs> yeah, gotta get it out the mud, that's the only way to win. Who am I to point the finger like I never ever seen? Been through the ups and downs like the letter in. They don't let you through the dope, better kick that again. Cause that's the only way to win. That's the only way to go. Gotta get it out the mud. Gotta get it out the flow. Cause that's the only way to go. Let's go. Shoot. Lights out. We had some audio issues, all right. As y'all can see, now we got the audio issues situated. You know, have to just find that out. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Shooting Lights Out. And now to begin, we're going to begin with the uh, Around the Hardwood, as y'all already seen. Jim Nance calling his final, final fold in 2023. I ain't even going to take over. This is from the Associated Press. Jim Nance will step away from calling the NCAA men's basketball tournament after next year and will be succeeded by Iron Eagle. CBS Sports confirmed the move Monday night and it was first reported by the New York Post. Nance has been a part of the CBS coverage for, for the tournament since 1986. He was the studio host for five years before calling his first final four in 1991. So, Dr. Savior's mom, I do believe it's in Minnesota. If I'm if I remember correctly, it's going to be taking place in Minnesota. So we're gonna have to say with this moment and uh be thrilled that we have we got to see and listen to the good old Jim Nance call college basketball the way that he does. We're gonna savor it, but he's gonna step away and I need gonna fill right in. Who I I love Iron Eagle as well. I can listen to Iron call talk college basketball all day. But Jim Nance, you've done a phenomenal job. We will save it this moment. So when April gets here. We know it's the last hurrah for the good old Jim Nance. Moving on. Oscar Sheway and Drew Timmy lead AP preseason All-American team. Which doesn't come to no surprise. Sheway was the national player of the year last year. And who's going to deny Drew Timmy from the Gonzaga board? Oh, that man has been a monster for them. He's back for one more year. She waited back for another year on the Coast Calipari. So it should be good. It should be good to go. It should be rocking and rolling for the ACR American. Let's see if they can make it there. Continuing on. Baylor Scott Drew would like uh, 128 teams in the NCAA tournament. This is from Myron Metcalf, ESPN staff writer. This was back on October 19th. As conversation about potentially expanding the NCAA tournament proceeds, Baylor Scott Drew said Wednesday the sport should do it big if it decides to make the move. Quote, I would like to see it go to 128 teams. I know that sounds a lot, but everybody will have to win seven games. So it's just one additional game. But really, this is why I think there is a great parity and you look in football about how the team get to go to the postseason. First of all, more teams does mean more chaos when he's never returning, which the fans love chaos when it comes to March Madness. Here's the problem. Nobody in this good old world that we live in called Earth has ever made a perfect break when it comes to his return. So if you pretty much double the teams in the tournament, 
you just for sure that nobody's making the perfect bracket. So do people want to even fill out brackets when it comes to 118? That's the question that I will pose to Scott Drew as a devil's advocate. It's already hard enough with the 64 teams. Technically 68, but we don't, but when it comes to the make filling out the brackets, nobody really does the first four. Anyway. When it comes to filling out the bracket, it's already hard enough to do the goddamn bracket as it is already. Now you're talking about doubling it. We're gonna make it even harder, extremely harder to fill out a perfect bracket. I don't know, Mr. True. I don't think people are looking forward. I don't yet look. It's, it's, it's exciting as it is already. It's just 18. It's already exciting. It is good. It is what we love. 128 is too much. It's just too much. It's really too much. I don't, I don't think they can do 128 for the March Madness. That's just way too much. Okay, we're going to move on. LSU board approves four-year extension for A.D. Scott Woodward. This is from Alice Scarborough, ESPN stock writer. This was back on the 21st. LSU director Scott Woodward, who has made a name for himself by hiring high-profile coaches, receiving a four-year contract extension that would pay him $1.8 million per year. LSU Board of Supervisors voted to approve the extension Friday afternoon. Woodward's new contract runs through April 30th, 2029, and includes academic incentives that could boost his pay by as much as $250,000 per year. Should he meet certain benchmarks, he could earn $500,000 in bonuses in fiscal year 2025-2029. Congratulations on your extension, sir. As the AD, we shall see how the LSU Tigers look in basketball this year. College football teams looking pretty good. I think Brian Kelly's getting that team right around, but we're going to see how the college basketball team looks this upcoming season, sir. And if that extension was warranted. Moving to the NBA. Phoenix Suns guard Chris Barr reaches 11,000 career assists. Chris Barr was back in a familiar building in the city. He still calls home with his parents, wife, kids, and brother looking along. He became the third player in NBA history to reach 11,000 assists. Prepared by Devin Booker's 35 points, the Phoenix Suns beat their Los Angeles Clippers 112 to 95 on Sunday night. Congratulations to CP3. Congratulations on the achievement of 11,000 career assists. Only the third player to ever do it. It's a great honor, sir. The only thing that we need from you is to win a freaking championship. That's all we ask from you. You made it to the finals. Now you have to win it before you go because it's just to have all these career assists to do all these things that you have done. You don't have a championship to your name. The way has a championship to his name. LeBron has a championship to him. Matter of fact, they both got like four championships to their name. You and Carmelo Anthony, y'all the only two on the banana boat who don't have championships to your name. Carmelo might be done. He ain't even on the team right now. You, sir, you are on the Phoenix Suns. Y'all should be a top contending team in the West. We're looking forward to you. Can you get the ring, sir? That's all we ask. Can you get the ring? On here. Uh, Three-point shooting since Lakers again. Russell Westbrook. 
This was two days ago, October 23rd. David McMenamin wrote this one, ESPN Stop Writer. At Lakers coach Darvin Ham, bench Russell Westbrook for the final three possessions of LA's 106-104 loss to the Portland Trailblazers on Sunday, and Ham was unflinching when asked if he had to manage any fallout with the point guard from his decision. Abraham said, quote, we don't have time for feelings or people being in their feelings. Like we're trying to turn this thing around for one person to be in their feelings about when and where and how they should be in the game. I don't have any time for that, close quote. I will get more into the Lakers and the Boy Trail places in two different segments today. So I'm going to leave it right there for right now. But it's going to get good. It's going to get good. Adam Silver says NBA changes have greatly reduced incentives for tanking. This is from Tim Buntemps from ESPN. In an ESPN interview with ESPN's Malika Andrews on NBA Today, NBA Commissioner Adam Silver said that he believes that changes the league has made to its system in recent seasons, from flattening the lottery odds to adding the playing tournament, has greatly reduced the incentives for teams to tank. For high-profile prospects, quote: "This is from Madison Silver. You're dealing with a 14% chance of getting the first pick. I recognize at the end of the day, analysts are what they are, and it's not about superstition. A 14% chance is better than a 1% chance or a 0% chance. But even in terms of straightforward odds, it doesn't benefit a team to be the absolute worst team in the league. And if you're one of the one of the poorest performing teams. You're still dealing with a dealing with a fourteen percent chance of winning the lottery. He goes on to say, "It's one of the things where there's no perfect perfect solution, but we we still think a draft is the right way to rebuild your league over time. We still think it makes sense among partner teams where the decision was made where the worst performing team are able to restart." with the prospects of the best players coming in. So we haven't come up with a better system. Now I will say this to Allison was great. Teams who suck just basically suck. And they really don't tank. Just oh, it's just a product. You suck. You can't win games. So I do say, and then the playing tournament is pretty interesting. I must admit. Watching this seven, the seven, eight matchup, nine, ten matchup, then the winner of and then the loser of the seven, eight matchup versus the winner of the nine, ten matchup, it is pretty interesting. You have teams getting in and make it run and try to do some things. It does make it interesting, and then you know you can't tank because it's like no matter what we get, we might have better odds, but fourteen percent is not that big. There's really not a big percentage if you tanking just to have the worst working in the goddamn league. So, I give Allison credit. He has done a great thing when it comes to the NBA. Trying to avoid teams from tanking on purpose and taking star players out of it and whatnot. And finally, Brandon Ingram and concussion protocols. Zion wins questionable. This is back to until their last game. I don't remember who they played, but Zion Wizard has a hip injury. Which is ow. Uh, he, is, he is day-to-day at the moment in time. Brandon Ingram is a different story. He's in concussion protocol. So whenever he can clear concussion protocol, he will return. And nobody knows how that's going, especially if you've been watching the NFL and how the concussion has become a left and right. 
they, the pedigree, are going to be extremely conscious, cautious, should I say, with Brandon Ingram with concussion protocol. And they probably gonna, they're going to be cautious with Zion Williamson, too, because we know the history of injuries that he got. And I know some of the Pelicans fans are like, here we go. He has an injury again. Only like three games in. He's already injured. Calm down. Calm down. Injuries happen. This time it's not a foot. It's not a leg. It's a hip. Now, it's not, it's not to be severe. It's not serious. So we should be good when it comes to Zion Williamson and the injury that and he's injured. Okay? We should be good. All right? So that's how we're going to do that. So that's it for Around the Hardwood. Now, let's look at how I did in the opening week because really – Really don't pick on the NBA games like that, but we're gonna see and check how we look. So here was the piece that I made for opening week for the national televised game. And you see, you kind of figure I started good because you know things were going well, but the weekend happened and it went down here. So let me show you this. Uh Boston over Philly, check. Golden State over Lakers, check. I was over the night, the following night, Memphis over Knicks, check, Phoenix over Dallas, check. Bucks over 76 was checked, Clippers over Lakers check, and then we went down here from here. Boston beats Miami. Denver surprisingly beats Golden State. Somehow, some way, they got damn San Antonio Spurs beat the Philadelphia 76ers. Dallas destroyed Memphis, and the Suns beat the Clippers. I did mention earlier when Chris Paul got to uh, 11,000 career assists. That didn't, the weekend didn't bode well for me. But uh, Philly, I have a problem with y'all. I have a Philly. Now, they did win their last game, so like one and three on the season already. But how in the hell y'all get beat at home, by the way? Your home opener. No, not your home opener, but not your home opener, but your home. But you got beat by the San Antonio. Who on the San Antonio Spurs do we know besides Greg Popovich? Nobody. We don't know nobody on that team. That's worth naming. But you lose to that team. And the Philly, by the way. Boy, if they didn't have the if they didn't have the Philadelphia Phillies right now in the Royal Series, Philly might be in Oprah. And the Eagles, Philly will be in Oprah right now with y'all. Just the just pathetic. That's a pathetic start. That's a damn shame. Now I had a feeling you probably lose to Boston, you lose to Milwaukee. That makes sense, okay? Both games can go back and forth, okay. But to lose to the cat. Damn, Spurs is crazy. And I'm a Spurs fan. Secondly, I throw Atlanta Magic, but I'm a Spurs fan. I'm a Pop fan. And I know that team ain't worth watching. But they somehow somewhere beat y'all. Hey, somehow, somewhere beat y'all. I don't understand. I don't. I really don't. I'll be it for me. But hey, I'm just a guy that's doing this. All right, so now that I got that out the way, we're going to take a quick break right here because when we come back, there's a surprising team I want to talk about. And I got to put them in the heat chat because they are broke. The Playmakers blog is proudly to announce that it is sponsored by Fanatics. Fanatics, where you can get all your official license Sports gear, memorabilia, whether it's for the National Football League, the National Basketball Association, Major League Baseball, National Hockey League, 
or even International Soccer League, or even college sports. So whip your team, whip the hardware, get comfortable, because Fanatics is the way to go. We're a sports fan shop and official license everything. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Shooting Lights Out with your boy Donald Patton Lickin Silence here. And you know, there's a team that I got to put in the heat check because they are rolling and nobody's spitting to roll. Let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, the Portland Trailblazers. Who saw this coming? I don't think nobody saw it coming. I didn't see it coming. But the heat check is on the Portland Trailblazers. Why is the heat check on the Portland Trailblazers? Because these dudes are 4-0 on the season. The only unbeaten team in the Western Conference. They are ninth in scoring at 117.3. They are 10th in rebound with 47.3. 29th is, is 19 assists, but they are ninth in opponents score per game at 108.3. You're telling me the Portland Trailblazers is top 10 in points per game and opponents points per game? Who saw this coming? If you've seen it coming, please let me know because I should be. I knew Daniels was a Roman attorney, but I didn't know what kind of important team we was going to look at. I sure didn't expect this 4-0. And these ain't just no regular 4-0 wins we're talking about here. At least three of them was against teams that you look at. you like, hmm. Like, really, look at this. I am very surprised with Portland, man. Look at this. They opened the season at... Sacramento, who I picked to make the playoffs, at least the play in, 115 and 108. And that was the game Dan Levitt didn't, didn't have the game. And that's saying a lot because he did score 20. The very next game, they home open was against the Phoenix Suns. And it took overtime, but 113 to 111. Wow, that's the Phoenix Suns we're talking about. And then over the weekend, they played the Lakers in the Cricket.com Arena, 106 to 104. Wow, Lakers has dropped to 0 3 all of a sudden. 0 3. Phoenix has dropped to 1 1. Lakers 0 3. And then on last night, last night, it was against the Denver Nuggets, 135 to 110. Beat them boys by 25. We're talking the back-to-back -back reigning MVP, Nikhilly Jokic. Michael Porter Jr. has returned. I don't know if it was Jamar Murray player or not, but if he did, that's a ass-whooping they gave to the Denver Nuggets. Three of the most known teams that you talk about in the NBA all took L to the board. We're talking Phoenix Suns, Los Angeles Lakers, and the Denver Nuggets. Who does this? Apparently, Portland does. Which brings me to my uh, light side player of the week, and that would be one Damian Lillard. Dang time. Dang time. Look at this. Just look at this. This man here. Right now, through four games, 
averaging 33.3 points per game, shooting 50% from the field, shooting 40% from three, averaging five and a half rebounds, 5.3 assists. This man in the last three games against the Suns, the Lakers, and the Nuggets. Look at this. 41 against the Suns on 48% shooting and 41.7 from three. That's against the Suns. Against the Lakers, another 41-point performance. 60% from the field, 46.2% from three, and then on last night against the Nuggets, 31 points, shot 62.5% from the field, and 57.1 from three. You can't tell me no, there is no other player, probably Steph Curry, if you want to go that route. But yeah, you can't tell me no player at all opening week has played better ball than Damian Lillard for the Portland Trailblazers. And plus, he is undefeated, and Steph Curry is not. Remember, Steph Curry lost to the St. Devil team where Damian Lillard and his team is beaten by 25. The same Nuggets team who went into Chase Center in San Francisco. And beat the Golden State Warriors. That team went to Portland and got stumped by 25. Damian Lillard. I don't know how to say it. I don't know how else to put it. But Damian Lillard, lights out player of the week. If you don't like it, you can take it to the can because guess what? The Portland Trailblazers are burning hot. And that's why they are in the heat check. All right, we'll take another quick break, and then when we come back, we're going we're going, we're going to run the fast break for one. We're going to try to run the fast break, see if we can run the fast break, and then, but it, and then we're going to get into something flavoring. The Playmakers Bar is probably to announce that it letter a partnership deal with Paramount Plus. Paramount Plus. Stream live sports from any device that you have, whether it's your computer, laptop, or even your cellular device. Catch breaking news live when it happens, and enjoy a mountain of entertainment from movies to shows to whatever you love doing. Paramount Plus. Plan starts at $4.99 a month, but right now, you can get a free trial. Just hit that link below with the Playmakers blog and start your free trial right now. Paramount Plus. Mountains of entertainment. All right, ladies and gentlemen, as y'all saw with the previous commercial and this one that you just saw, that's shooting lights out. Well, the entire Playmakers Blog Network is sponsored by Paramount and Frenetics. So hit those links down below. You'll get everything that you need to know about Frenetics and Paramount Plus. And trust me, be worth it, man. Paramount Plus. Plus has been I mean I have been enjoying Paramount Plus. I can't even lie to you. To watch the watch the stuff I've been able to watch, especially getting ready for football. And then you are most people already know about Fanatics and what that's about and how things grow with Fanatics. So you know, I don't need to say much, you know, whatever team, but you spoil whatever you need to work and uh get down with because hey, it is this is where it's at when it comes to our sponsorship so so yeah feel free to get in on the fun with us and do what you gotta do you know get involved so we'll take that also if you want to donate you, you can donate to us you can donate to our cash up with the dollar sign 
playmate the playmakers as it and uh send us a donation so that we can keep stuff like this rolling because we're talking about this shooting the lights out rambling talk that i'll be doing on thursday on thursday and then my boy alice the bear man of texas internet lc cowboys called waste quit you know ranking around and down everything that you can think of this man does so we're doing a lot of stuff over here at the playmakers live network so i just want to get that out of the way real quick so now let's run it controls it james all the way in for the slam by adams his sixth moran blows by primo attack that's oh! oh, around the fast break and this one's a quicker segment than uh around the hardwood then we get right to it right then and they'll get the headlines real quick and run up in and out this time we're gonna run we're gonna run the fast break our first break is about women's hoops and started it off Pays back and embraced his job as coach. Well, see now, as UConn season. Yep, if you recall, Pays Becker to her ACL during the offseason, she'll be out. So she'll be more in the eyes of a coach than a player this upcoming season. Moving on. South Carolina, United's number one in women's preseason poll, and not a shocker to nobody. The reigning defending channel led by Don Staley at the ham. She'll be number one until somebody knocks them out. Until then, South Carolina, the best team in women's, in women's basketball. After leading Suns to finals, Kirk Miller leaves to Copes. Little Sparks. Yes, he's leaving the Connecticut Suns to head out to the City of Angels to coach the LA Spartans. Another team that's in purple and gold and has been struggling as a Lake. So not only the Lakers, but the Sparks are in the same boat as the Lakers as a struggling team as in LA. Somehow, some way, can Kirk Miller turn it around for the LA Sparks? All right, Phoenix Suns, Phoenix Mercury's Skylar Diggins-Smith expecting her second child. Congratulations. Awesome. Second child on the way for the Diggins-Smith family. Congratulations. And finally, WNBA schedules 2023 draft lottery for Friday, November 11. Let's see what team, what WNBA team will win the lottery and get the first pick of their WNBA draft. As we talked about earlier with the EBA draft. Alice has done with that. Let's see how that goes with the women's on that one. And that, ladies and gentlemen, was the fast break. Controls it. James all the way in for the slam. By Adams, his sixth. Moran blows by Primo. Attack. All right, now that we got that out of the way, uh, there was a segment that I did last week called Flagrant Foul, which I am bringing back again this week. Still working on the graphic. I don't have the graphic yet, but it will get here, and when it does, it's going to be spectacular. I already know because I know who's doing it, but I don't have it yet. But I have a Flagrant Foul to give out. I have a Flagrant Foul, and I think people are going to love this because I think they've been waiting to do this. Flagrant Foul time, and we're going with the Los Angeles Lakers. You know that team that's in Purple and Gold. That team's in the City of Angels. That team that's about Hollywood. That team that has 17 championships. Five of which was held. Five of which was put up there by Kobe. Imagine put some up there. Kareem put some up there. Shaq put some up there. I, I can I can go on and listen championship. James Worthy. I can keep listening if you want me to. Jerry West. But the Lakers, however, 
are not where they are. This is what the Lakers are. This is what the Lakers are, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, and three on the season right now, and they do, and they play tonight. And as a matter of fact, who do they play tonight? As a matter of fact, and you see this, it says 14th in the West. You know how bad that is? There's only 30 teams in the NBA. And 30 teams in the NBA to write about two conferences, that's what, 15? So each conference has a total of 15 teams in it. And the Lakers are the 14th team in the West. 14th in the West. That's terrible. And you have LeBron James, you have Anthony Davis, you have Russell Westbrook, and your own three, and you're the 14th, and you in 14th place in the West. Out of 15 teams, out of 15, 15 teams, 15 teams. Okay, no, they do not play tonight. They play tomorrow, and they play Clearwater for the Knights on ESPN. That game is going to be national televised. Oh, my God, I don't know if I can take it. I don't know if the people can take it. Look at this. 29th in points per game at 103.3. 25th in rebounding at 42. 17 in assists per game at 24. And opponents per game average is... 14 at 110.7. Practically, the only thing that's going good for the Lakers is defense. Defense. We're talking defense here for the Lakers. You can't score. You can't shoot. You can't do nothing. And here's the thing. I'm going to show you. Look at this roster. Look at this roster. Does anybody on this roster scare you? Do anybody on this roster scare you? We're talking Patrick Beverly. Does Patrick Beverly scare you? He's annoying as hell. We give you that. He's a great defender. I give you that. But does he really scare you? Does he put fear in you? Like, damn, if I don't play my A game, he might do me in. Does that really happen? I don't think so. Okay. This is this is what we're dealing with here. Uh Troy Brown Jr., have you even seen him play yet? I don't think so. Thomas Bryant, no. Max Christie, no. Anthony Davis, well, hell, he can't stay healthy. And by the way, he's showing twenty percent from three. And I'm gonna get to him. I'm gonna get to him in a minute when it comes to three point shooter. Because what happened to him the last game against Portland Trailblazers was very disrespectful. That's how bad it is for the Lakers. It's very disrespectful what somebody did to him when he shot his three. I'm gonna, I'm gonna show you that in a minute. Um, Wayne Gabriel, no. LeBron James, oh, the king. You're a king. That's for Kobe Johnson. Uh, he's 37 years old. The best player on the Lakers. And we don't care. It got to the point where people don't even care. They just want LeBron James to get the damn scoring title, to get the scoring record and be done. That's how bad it is. Uh, Damian Jones, no. Kendrick Nunn, we haven't heard from Kendrick Nunn since he was a Miami Heat. Scotty Pippen Jr. Has he even has he even touched the floor yet? Has Scotty Pippen Jr. even touched the floor yet? Oh, you know, he can play like his daddy. Because I haven't seen him touch the floor yet. Austin Reeves. I like Austin Reeves. He's a tenacious player. He's a very tenacious player. He can he can shoot. He's he's an okay shooter. He can shoot. But uh his shot is not his, his shot is nowhere to be found right now. He don't scare you. Matt Ryan. And no, we're not talking about the bitch quarterback from the Indianapolis Code. That was a like Matt Ryan on our Los Angeles Lakers. Has he even touched the floor yet? Has he even played yet? That's what I'm looking for. Has he played yet? Dennis Schroeder. 
probably the most dumbest player that I have met in the NBA because how do you bet on yourself? And then you go to a team like Boston, who you want going to start. Now you're back with the Lakers. Then you come back with the Lakers. You get injured. So we haven't seen you on the court with the Lakers yet. Cold Swerve. I don't even think he's played yet because I don't even think the announcer has even caught his name yet. Juan Toscato Anderson, you left the championship warriors for this. For this. This is what you left the championship warriors for. You are a champion. You run a ring with the Golden State Warriors and you subjected yourself to this. This is this. Juan. Gotta think better, right? <laughs> Lionel Walker the fourth, okay. The Spurs didn't bring you back, so you're a free agent. You picked up the designation that wanted to sign you. I get it. To be honest, you're the most entertaining player on the Lakers. You are really the most entertaining. Lionel Walker the fourth is the most entertaining player, most entertaining player on the Lakers. I'm saying it right here, right now, streaming lights out. October 25th, 2022. You can mark it down. Walker the fourth is the most entertaining player on the Lakers because he comes out and he's come to ball. He's coming to play, okay? He will put you on a poster if he gets the opportunity. And I know because I watched him in San Antonio. He will do stuff. You'll be like, damn, that boy. Good. But you with the Lakers, man. You need to be in a better situation for your skill set, for your talent. It's not the Lakers. The Lakers don't do it for you, man. You got to get out. And then that leaves one Russell Westbrook, which I'm going to get into you a little bit later in this segment. But does this roster scare you? No. Not one bit. You don't have nobody shaking their boots. Oh, I'm afraid. Oh. Ooh, Lakers. Ooh. Say it again. Lakers, Lakers, Lakers. No, they don't do that. They don't make you shiver like Mufasa. They don't do that. They don't. And the reason why this roster is the way it is is because of that guy. You see that guy right there? You see how he's looking right now? He's looking like that because you know he is. He is responsible for this roster of the Lakers. It is your fault, Kenny James. Or should I say, yo, Kenny? It's your fault, sir. You're the mastermind of this roster. Yeah, we can look at Kurt Rambis. We can look at Chad. We can look at Genie uh, Buss. But you're the one responsible for this roster, sir. It is your doing. You did this. This is your fault. You must walk the plate and take the fall, Mr. LeBron James, as you approach the all-time scoring record of one Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in a season where you probably win 38 games and miss the playoffs for the second consecutive year in a row. Good job, sir. Well done. And then that brings me to one Russell Westbrook. As you can see here, people, this is what he is at through the three games this season. Russell Westbrook is at a 10.3 points per game, which is tied for 47th in the league. Averaging 6.7 rebounds per game, which is tied for 89th in the league. Averaging 4.3 assists per game, which is tied for 19th in the league. Mr. Walking Triple-Double, is nowhere close to being a walking triple-double, and it gets even worse. This shooting is horrific. Horrific shooting from Russell Westbrook. 
11 from 38 from the field. That is a 28.9 percentage shooting. And then your three-point shooting is even god-awful. One for 12. 8.3% from three. This used to be a man who was a walking triple-double. And you got to L.A., you looked at bad last year, but we didn't blame you because, damn, LeBron was her 80, was her young. Damn, it was just you. I mean, you played about 60 or 70 games last year. So we was like, hey, it wasn't worth it was there. This year to start off with, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Talk, oh, these numbers here just make you want to throw up. Like, what kind of numbers are this? From a point guard is that. You're a point guard. And this is the numbers that you're giving us. No. Like, no. Like, this is ridiculous from a point guard. These stats is ugly from a point guard, man. From a point guard. We need better, man. We got to have better. But you ain't the only one to blame. LeBron James is to blame. You're to blame. And there's another one of the big three that's to blame because uh, Mr. Anthony Davis is need to be blamed too because uh, as a team, 114 for out of 280 field goal, field goal shooting, that is 40, that's 40.7% 40. from the field. Three point shooting, 25 out of, 18, out of 118 from three, that is 21.2%. The bar is like, damn, I didn't expect all this, but you don't want to put the roster together. Ross the looking up like, damn, we suck. We're terrible. We can't shoot with a damn. And AD is like, damn, I'm messing up. And that's supposed to be like this. But you're shooting like it. Like, what, 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 did you, what did you expect? You're shooting, you're shooting ridiculously. This is not what the, the people of LA and the fans of Lake across the nation are across the world was looking forward to when the 2022 ball was tipped off this season. And to make it even worse, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we have to, okay, he's not showing. Let me see if I can pull it up. There's something that was very disrespectful that took place. And when I say disrespectful, I mean very disrespectful because it's an interest that happened in the Portland Trailblazers game. And then when I saw it, I was like, this is very, and I mean very disrespectful. And it involves Anthony Davis. Let's see if I can pull this up for y'all, for you guys, real quickly. I want y'all to see this because this is how bad this is how bad it is because when stuff like this happened Anthony Davis, this one you know nobody cares. Nobody cares about, you know. The the Los Angeles Lakers at this point in time. I want you to see this. I want you to look at this. I want you to see this. You see this guy right here? That is Yusuf Nurkic right here, okay? The guy that's suckered in the, that's in the red circuit. This this guy here, it is the center for the Portland Trailblazers, okay? His, his responsibility is this guy right here shooting the three. You see that guy shooting the three right there? That is Anthony Davis. Does he look interested in shoot in guarding Anthony Davis at this point in time? Does he look interested? I want you look at it. Does he look interested? No, he does not look interested one bit. This guy is like, you know what? Go ahead and shoot it. I don't even care. Yes, shoot. I don't care. And guess what? He missed. And you're just get the rebound. 
He missed, and the guy who supposed to be guarding him got the rebound because he just knew he was going to miss anyway. Babies. The disrespect is real in L.A. When was the last time anybody looked at Anthony Davis and said, go ahead and shoot the three, sir? Go ahead and shoot the three. The disrespect being shown by usage is ridiculous. He just look, he ain't even bad. He don't even care. He don't even care. Shoot it. I don't care. Shoot it. Just shoot it. Oh my gosh, the disrespect is real. The disrespect is real for the Lakers, man. The disrespect is real for the Los Angeles Lakers. I don't even know what to tell you. This is disrespectful. What Yorkies did to Anthony Davis was disrespectful. The Lakers are disrespectful. The Lakers, you are a fragrant foul to the entire NBA right now. Get out of my face. That's all I got for you today, man. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Like I said, you can follow us on all platforms. You can listen to me. You can get the audio version of this on all podcast platforms, Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon Music, uh, Pandora. You can get the you can get the video version on YouTube, the Playmaker of our YouTube page. So thank you guys for joining me today on this n- n- latest episode of Shooting Lights Out. We are off to a good start. I hope we continue to get more in. Until next time, down the Playmaker Silence here, I will talk to y'all later about more basketball. Good. You've done great. But you can't stop here. You can't stop now. You gotta keep going. Through all your trials and your tribulations, you gotta keep pushing. Now, finish your camp. Yeah, gotta get it out the mud. That's the only way to win. Who am I to point the finger like I never ever seen? Been through the ups and downs like the letter end. They don't let you through the dope. That's the only way to go, gotta get it out the mud, gotta get it out the flow, girl, that's the only way to go, let's go. Thank you for tuning in today's episode. If you want to follow the podcast, you can follow it on all streaming platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and a whole lot more. This has been 